piece of music you're listening to is called 8-Bit Kung Fu. It's a fast-tempo action soundtrack with roots in 8-Bit Gaming. It was originally written out of nostalgia for a game that I grew up playing called Kung Fu. It has a stereotypical eastern sound and includes some very raw-sounding oscillators and slamming 8-bit drum beats. You're listening to How I Make Music, a weekly podcast for the musically curious to go behind the scenes of composition for audio storytelling. Every Wednesday, we break apart one of my own compositions and investigate the stories and insights into how it was made and its effect on listening ears. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music composer from South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. Hello again, and welcome back to How I Make Music. This is episode number 43. For all the return listeners, thank you so much for your ongoing support of the show, and a reminder that you're welcome to leave a comment on YouTube. Hit up the show by searching How I Make Music podcast and uh, comment on this episode once it's live. I'd love to hear what you think about 8-bit gaming and the 8-bit music genre. Regular listeners know that sometimes we start the show with a little preview of what to expect for the remainder of the show. So we'll do a quick one-minute preview on what we're going to be looking at in this episode. Let's start up with this really raw-sounding oscillator. These raw sounds are all over this track, and we'll get to what makes them suitable. Here's the very simple lead melody in the track played with a woodblock sound. Now, here's the beat. Super 8-bit influenced beat, but not completely pure 8-bit music. We'll get back to that. The bass line is also made with a really raw sound. Although you can hear a lot of top end in that. There's an eastern theme throughout this track, which gets helped out by this chime sound. There are fanatics in the field of 8-bit music, and I am not one of them. I grew up in South Africa, where Super Nintendos were about as common as Tigers. That said, I was super influenced by a Nintendo game called Kung Fu, which had a purely 8 or could have been 16-bit theme. Each one of those little pew sounds is a kick, and uh, you progressively got more and more difficult enemies. One guy had a chain, another guy had a club. So this track, 8-Bit Kung Fu, that we're discussing today, was kind of based on this idea. On the one hand, you had 8-bit sounds, really old-fashioned computer game sounds, and on the other hand, you had Eastern tonality, eastern mode, eastern sounding music, Chinese folk music, that kind of thing. So let's look at 8-bit-ness to begin. The most famous 8-bit song or 8-bit composition in the world is probably the Super Mario theme tune. (laughs) 
There's an excellent podcast you should check out. I'll link it in the show notes. It's called Top School and it goes into video game music. One of the episodes deals with the Super Mario theme and what makes it so effective. At its heart, what makes 8-bit music so attractive to me is how limited it is. We're talking about early game cartridges that could only store so much data. And the result was that you really had to make whatever you wrote compositionally very sound. Uh, Tombers weren't responsible for defining the composition. The composition was standalone, which is why we can have, for example, Bohemian Rhapsody played in 8-bit because it's compositionally sound to begin with. And when you scale it down and put it in a more limited format, it stands up on its own. That's what makes, in my opinion, good music is transferability to other formats and timbres and genres. This 8-bit cover of Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen is by 8-Bit Universe, a YouTube channel. I'll link them in the show notes. Thanks for that. This track really all started with the melody that I played on the woodblock. Well, with a woodblock patch. It sounds like this. It's a very simple, short little sound and a very simple melody in the pentatonic scale with a bit of delay on it. And to me, it's just so evocative of the mountains of China. We've heard this kind of sound a million times in pop culture. There's no way that it can't evoke some kind of Eastern imagery. Not entirely original. No prizes for recognizing that this is actually very similar to the ending passage of the Kung Fu game soundtrack. Just for kicks, let's transpose the original into the same key as my version and we'll compare them. Here we go with Spot the Difference. My version, up nine semitones, sounds like this. And the original, slowed down a bit, sounds like this. The 8-bit sound is all about raw waveforms and really raw sounding beats. And the trick is that not too much can be happening at the same time. You can't really have more than three voices going on in an 8-bit system. So whether that's having a bass voice, a snare and a melody voice, or having a kick, a snare and a noise patch, which sounds like a hi-hat, the trick is to try and limit it. Now, for this track, I haven't really gone down that road of trying to create pure 8-bit sounds, but those that have, have found that it's the limitation which creates the uh, authenticity. Let's check out a few other ways of creating an 8-bit sound. In this track, I've used an arpeggiator. So, first I'll play for you the chords that I originally played, recorded, and then I'll play the arpeggiated version of those same chords. Here we go. And now the arpeggios. 
arpeggios have the effect of lifting the energy and definitely are useful for action sounds. This is uh, based on a kung fu fighting game and so it sounds pretty cool when you've got this really dotty, scattered version of the harmony. Another cool trick for creating a really old retro sound is to use detune. Detune is when you have one oscillator that stays perfectly in tune and another one playing the same thing which goes slightly out of tune and makes the first oscillator sound a little bit weird. Here I'll play for you an exaggerated version of that, starting with an in-tune pair of oscillators and going slowly out of tune and back in. See if you can hear the progression. system has got a super limited amount of data that it can store, which means if you want anything to sound 8-bit, what you can do is reduce the amount of data that's being played. There's a useful device in Ableton Live called Reduction or Redux, which allows you to crunch the data down into lower uh, bit capacities. This is what it sounds like. I use it at one moment during this track, and it has a really 8-bit sound to it. Here we go. I do love that sound. Uh, let me play the non-reduced version for you and then the reduced version one more time to compare. And now the reduced version. The only trouble with that effect is that anyone who uses Ableton Live can hear it a mile away. You really telegraph that. It's got uh, a super distinctive sound, that redux. But in the context of this track, it's a perfect solution for what I was trying to achieve. The chorus effect is a modulation effect. It basically doubles a signal and then plays it back into itself. Here's what chorus sounds like in this track. Again, I've exaggerated the effect. Sounds like something you might hear in Psytrance or really like psychedelic dance music, that chorus effect. So that was like a rapid fire look at some of the tricks I've used to create a sort of an 8-bit sound. Not a pure 8-bit sound, but kind of leaning in that direction. The other aspect to this track is the fact that it sounds a little Chinese. It sounds a little Eastern. And the reason for that is because I've centered most of the harmony and the melody on the pentatonic scale. Pentatonic scale, a simple five note scale, uh, sounds a little bit like this. It's some of the earliest music, it predates the diatonic scale. We've only got five notes in the scale. Music Theory 101. You can use these five notes to create a major sounding tonality. or its related minor. And in the melodies and the harmonies in this track, I've used a combination of those 
major and minor to create variety, but never really left the pentatonic scale. The reason for that is because the more pentatonic it is, the more Chinese or the more Eastern it sounds, and I really wanted to convey that so I could summon the spirit of my Kung Fu Nintendo game. Another trick I used to convey this Eastern sort of sound is the choice of using bell sounds, bell or chime sounds. To me, this type of thing uh, it summons spirituality, mysticism, temples in the mountains, that type of thing. It's really stereotypical, but sometimes you have to be a little bit, uh, you have to, you know, work with a really blunt hammer if you want to get the point across. I love the patch that I used. It's run through a delay, uh, which means it kind of echoes onwards. And it's originally from a uh, Reason Maelstrom synthesizer patch. For those of you who know Reason, it's um, the patch called Finger Symbol. I started this track a long time ago when everything I did was in Reason. Uh, and I've also used some Dr. Octorex loops throughout this, um, throughout the rhythm in this piece. So if you're working in Reason, you might recognize some of these sounds. The beat in this song is pretty much as old as it gets. It's going to take you back, way back to the 90s. It's made up of 8-bit samples, which were kindly put together by Brian Funk, Afro DJ Mac, who I'll link in the show notes. There's a really, uh, really old sounding kick coming through there. But what gives it away is that high snare sound. It sounds a bit like it should sound like a snare, but what it actually is, is just pure white noise. And this was quite common in, if you listen to Super Mario and 8-bit music, white noise is often used to simulate the sounds of snare drums, hi-hats and other cymbals. Sounds like there are a few really high-pitched glitch sounds in there too. So that's basically the beat and it doesn't change much throughout the whole song, giving it a really repetitive and slamming 80s action sound. I mentioned the rawness being a, an important part of creating 8-bit music. So the bass line sounds pretty raw. Here it is on its own. Sounds like it could use a high-pass filter or some filtering, but again, part of the aesthetic of 8-bit music is not having access to things like um, mid-range filter cuts and that modern techniques that are going to refine your sound. It's about rawness, it's about literally working with Lego blocks. You can't change the dimension of a Lego block in the same way. You can't filter out certain frequencies in the bass. There are a few moments which break up parts of the song where I use this oscillator up sound. I call it an oscillator up, I just mean a sweep, a lifter, a riser. It sounds like this. And this continues throughout the middle section of the track. It's a continuous build. I love how sharp it sounds, I love how raw it sounds. Um, I've used this type of raw sawtooth and square wave quite a lot in my, the music of my band, Pravda. One of our most popular tracks actually is uh, combines gypsy jazz with this really raw sounding oscillator 
and it seems to work. So it's a sound that's pleasing to the ear, even though it's very unrefined. That brings us to the end of this episode, 8-Bit Kung Fu. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download the track from this episode, 8-Bit Kung Fu, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. I do a lot of work for the audio drama community and I encourage you to use this track in your own podcast or video production or even a game if you're coming up with something like that. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. I love hearing from you, so search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I encourage you to finish your projects, get get going, get things done. I really want to see what you come up with. And I've got some exciting things planned for the future where we'd be able to collaborate more on projects at a very informal level. I really exist to encourage you guys to get your stuff done, get your podcasts out there, get your stories up, finish the songs that you've been meaning to finish, and uh, really just show the world what you're up to. Take a step in the direction of yourself. And now here's 8-Bit Kung Fu, a really quirky-sounding 8-Bit-ish Chinese-influenced Uh, game soundtrack in its entirety enjoy finish what you start i'll catch you next week